Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Well, hello again. It's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel, and I have the cap with me. Hope uh, everybody is doing well out there and having just a a great spring. So many uh, things going on in the world, of course. This world can be a place where there are some pretty discouraging things going on, but uh, we just want to bring some encouragement and some hope in your life. Uh, no matter what's going on. So here we are talking about God's unconditional love and grace and his great care for you. How you doing this week, Cap? Doing good, Joel. Uh, looking forward to another week of getting together. And uh, thanks to those of you that we've been hearing from. We appreciate that. Uh, it's an encouragement to us, whether you've got something good or bad to say. We just like to hear from everybody. And growingingrace.org, our website where you can find past programs. It's funny when we hear from somebody <laughs> who, who says they've downloaded all of them. And there's hundreds on there, and they're, they're at like number 68 or 120, and it's funny that people are doing that. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting close to 300 now. Until, and, and this might be a place where somebody else wants to start. I mean, because cl- if you, you know, 300 might be something you want to do, download them all and just kind of listen to them in order or listen to some randomly. Somebody else told me that they started at uh, January of 2010. They just picked up from there. You know, that might be more what you want to do. But either way, they they are all there right on our uh, website, growingingrace.org. Go there, and uh, all those programs are there for for the download. And again, tell a friend, uh, let somebody know, because um, you never know what someone else is going through and how... uh, the things we talk about here, you know, which, like I said earlier, we're trying to encourage people and give people some hope. And so if you pass this along to somebody else, hopefully that's what will happen in their life as well. All right. Where do you want to start this week? I know we uh, we left off kind of over the last couple of weeks talking about lifestyle versus grace versus works. And we want to take this a little bit further. Uh, I'm trying to decide where we want to start with this because, you know, a couple of things we pointed out last week was that God justifies the ungodly uh, apart from works and through grace, and that he no longer counts our sins against us. He doesn't charge them to our account because of the the grace and and goodness that was poured out to us through Jesus Christ. And so, Joel, one thing I'll I'll start out with, and then we'll we'll go to uh, some of the other things that we want to get to, but one thing I pointed out, I think it was last week, that... uh, you know, animal sacrifices, how they were insufficient, people getting the new and the old covenant mixed up. The writer of Hebrews says, talking about the law and and sacrificing animals over and over again, these sacrifices can never, these same sacrifices, they can never take away sins. They're offered continually, year by year, and they could not make those who approached perfect. For if, if they would have uh, if they would have done that, if they would have uh, took away their sin, if it would have brought perfection, then would they not have ceased to be offered? For the worshipers, once purified, if they had been purified through this one animal sacrifice, if that would have happened, they would have had no more consciousness of sins. And so the implication, of course, there, and the, and the writer goes on to explain it later in, in Hebrews 10, he implies that with this one sacrifice of Christ, 
as opposed to the many sacrifices under the Old Covenant, this one sacrifice now should take away our consciousness of sins. But those still bound to legalistic thinking and Old Covenant thinking, they can't get away from that. Mm-hmm. And, and that is a sad thing. And this is what the sacrifice, that one perfect sacrifice of Jesus provided for us. Uh, he took away sin once and for all. Once and for all, the sacrifice of Christ has taken away sin. And, and so here's the thing that I know it's hard. It's, it's hard for the religious mind to grasp. It's hard for the legalistic mind to grasp that sin isn't the issue between us and God. Yes, so many people, you know, they live this Christian life. They live as if life in Christ is all about managing our sin. Like it's all about sin management. It's all about behavior <laughs> management. It's all about you know, here's a a, a phrase, performance-based acceptance. But it, to many people it's it's all about sin. Sin, sin, sin. You come to Christ, you're saved by grace. That's wonderful. And now forgetting let's just forget the sacrifice of christ and let's get focused back on sin 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 all the time it's kind of like uh jan in the brady bunch marcia 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 it's like sin 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 nobody can we just can't leave that alone when that's the very thing that christ took away from us like you say there cap in that in that hebrews 10 passage in those old sacrifices, all there really was was a reminder of sins, for it's impossible, it's not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins, but with the blood of Christ, that one perfect sacrifice, sin has been taken away, and the issue, again, I just want to make this clear, <laughs> the issue is not sin, the issue is the fact that we've been given a righteousness as a gift from God, and that's really what we want to focus on, I think, in our lives, not sin. Yeah, yeah, the, this issue of sin has been dealt with through the cross. The thing that, that came between God and man was, was taken away. It's not there anymore. Isn't that good news? And some would, let's just go a little deeper into Hebrews 26, Joel, because I know there are some people out there thinking about this. Throughout the book of Hebrews, and as we close in on chapter 10 is what we were just talking about, the writer is making a, a comparison of the old versus the new covenant, the old way of doing things versus the new, the old sacrificers and how they compare to the sacrifice of Christ. And he goes on to say, for if we sin willfully, if we sin willfully, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. So somebody would say, well, see right there. You know, if you sin willfully, if you just go out and do what you want to, you're out of luck. You know, you, you, you have no chance with God because you're just out there sinning or, or living a lifestyle willfully being disobedient. And, and that's not what this is talking about at all. Let's keep it in context here. He's telling these people who were stuck and had a mindset of uh, animal sacrifices under the old covenant and disobedient to the law and all of that comparing it to the new covenant sacrifice of Christ, he says, look, if you're going to reject the one sacrifice that God has provided to deal with your sin, if you're going to reject that one, because the old system of animal sacrifices has been done, done away with, so if you reject the new sacrifice, the one sacrifice that God provided for us that actually deals with the situation, you reject that, there no longer remains a sacrifice for your sin. 
There, there isn't one. This is it. There's one that God provided once and for all. It doesn't have to be repeated. Reject that one, and uh, you know, there's no more sacrifice left because the old covenant, so to speak, was removed. It's, it's no longer valid. Mm-hmm, exactly. And, and so I think that's what's important. And what really helped me to see this was, I think, a, a couple different times over the six plus years that we've been doing this program, we've kind of not necessarily gone through the entire book of Hebrews, but we've started in an earlier spot in Hebrews. And then over a period of weeks, we've worked our way through a few chapters. And that helped me to get a bigger picture of, of all that's being said all throughout the epistle, all, all throughout Hebrews, the writer is making the case of the one sacrifice of Christ being sufficient to take away sin. I mean, that's really what it's all about. If you read it from start to finish, that is the point that he's making. And so sin has been taken away. That's a big point there that he's making. And so when we get to this verse, you know, Hebrews ten twenty six, he doesn't suddenly just change his mind <laughs> Say, and 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 start saying, well, if we sin willfully, then uh, I'm sorry, you can't be saved. You know, that's not what he's saying. But he's continuing on with what he's been talking about the whole time. And and you explained that well, Cap, that there is this one sacrifice, the one sacrifice of Christ. And if you reject that one, there isn't any other sacrifice. You have to live by that sacrifice. You have to realize and understand that uh, when you sin, there is no other sacrifice except that one sacrifice of Christ. And so, as, as the writer goes on to say here, you know, anyone who's rejected Moses' law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing, and insulted the Spirit of grace? Again, read all all of what the writer says up to this point, and we realize that insulting the spirit of grace doesn't mean going out and sinning. Insulting the spirit of grace means not trusting in the one sacrifice of Christ as sufficient to completely take away your sin. Take away your sin. That's the key. You know, I heard somebody say recently, Joel, that being religious allows you to condemn people that God wouldn't. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's so true. And I think it was Ed Elliott who quoted that. But let's talk about something Paul said, and you referred to it in Corinthians before we started broadcasting. I thought that would be a pretty good thing to bring up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Paul made a very powerful statement because some people might be scratching their head trying to relate to this here. Look, we're talking about living in a relationship instead of by living through a, a list of rules. It's relationship, not rules. It's love, not law. And once I began to realize, Joel, that God wasn't holding my mistakes, my sins, my failures, he wasn't holding them against me anymore, and there was nothing I could do to change my position with him, that I was forgiven, no matter what, and he wasn't going to condemn me for it, that just brought such a, a sense of relief to me. I was released from a bondage that I had really kind of carried around all of my life, even as a Christian. And it didn't make me want to go out and do bad stuff, okay? Uh, that doesn't mean that you won't have challenges, that there won't be temptations. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I, I didn't have this desire to go out and do what was wrong all the time, like some people might suggest. And so uh, I'll let you talk about what uh, what Paul said, though. Well, yeah, you know, it's uh, when it comes to the, the question of behavior, and, and I think behavior is an important issue in the life of a Christian. So don't 
don't hear us and think that we're saying it's not important what we do and what we don't do. We're saying that the issue of sin has been taken care of and there's no condemnation no matter what. But when it comes to your behaviors, you know, bottom line for me, Paul said it well in 1 Corinthians 10, or 1 Corinthians 6, 12, and also 1 Corinthians 10, 23. Basically, what he said was, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. This isn't like what you were talking about a couple weeks ago, grace but ministry. He's not saying it's all about grace, but this is a different kind of but. He's talking about you can do whatever you want, but but think about this. Not everything that, you, that you're going to do is helpful. Not everything that you're going to do is, is going to edify. And that's what he says in, in 1 Corinthians 10.23. Not all things are helpful. Not all things edify. So all things are lawful. You're free. There's no law there anymore because it's been nailed to the cross. That's uh, Colossians 2.14. The law has been done away with, taken out of the way and nailed to the cross. So all things are lawful for you. But just think about the things that you do. Is it helpful to others? Is it going to help you? Does it edify? Really, that's what it comes down to. Not, is God going to be angry with me? Not, is is God going to condemn me? But is it going to be helpful? Is it going to edify? And so on and so forth. So, you know, when it comes down to your behavior, just use your head that God's given you and live by the spirit of grace and no longer walking in condemnation or out of a focus on sin or behavior. So again, what we do does not make us who we are, but understanding who we are in Christ can affect what we do. So next week, we'll talk about what happens when we do sin. How do we respond to it? How do we react when we've blown it and bad things have happened? How do we deal with that? Here's a hint. It has nothing to do with confessing your sins. And we'll talk more about that next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.